This group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, Green Legion Radio Player Show from Live Casino here in South Philadelphia. <clears throat> Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra. $5 Bud products all day and all night here. If you are anywhere close to Live Casino, get your ass on down here tonight. We've got a hell of a show lined up. We've got our guest coming. He just arrived. We'll talk about that in a moment. We're coming off. A brand new title. And unfortunately, Super Sam Brady is not here to take credit for it, but it's the Massacre at the Meadowlands. The Massacre at the Meadowlands. I like it. Yeah, she deserves all the credit for that. We're still getting a few IT things figured out here. You guys, 102.5 FM, Fox Sports, The Gambler. That's our home every Tuesday night. I see some lights coming on. This is good stuff. Yeah, it's warming up in here. It's like a fireplace. But, nice. uh, uh, let's see. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. We'll be broadcasting from Fat Poor McCormick Place in Chicago when the birds go 13 and 1 and I take one step closer to winning the title of who called the proper win-loss all right, there's number one. Awesome, and he's there not he even—he's not even in a boot. That's excellent. Das boot, <laughs> das boot. Reed, take a seat next to Irv, right there, sir, if you don't mind. And it is a pleasure to have you here. Everybody, Philadelphia Eagles safety Reed Blankenship. Yeah. We'll get to uh, we'll get to intros here in a in a second. We got to do some business here. Reed, pleasure to see you. Good to see the wheel doesn't look as bad as we had thought. Not as bad as I thought, you know. It's we want to get a little closer there. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have swallow the mic. Yeah, yeah oh, you okay. got to swallow that mic. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as bad as I uh, thought it was, but, you know, obviously when you go down like that as a knee injury, you get scared. So, uh, luckily, you know, God was watching over me, and, you know, hopefully I'll be back Sunday. So Excellent. We're gonna, nice. We're going to look like Sam just put you through the track test on the way she in. Is. I was like, man, <laughs> she's walking a little fast she, for him. She knows Slow do. down. We need him back on the field. Then she asked him to hop up on the stage. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Didn't, even, didn't, even have, didn't even qualify the, the, the height of the jump here. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> Everybody, make sure you download the iHeartRadio app, rate, review, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports The Gambler, Philadelphia. Shows brought to you once again by our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon Diaz. Dude, he was a mess. Dude, an absolute. That video you said was prime on the bus ride home. Unbelievable! Like how much? Don't do that again, Diaz. No, it's great when he starts talking about how he how he uh, how he got rid of his underwear after he sharded at a Fiona Fiona Apple concert. When, just nasty. When Stephanie <laughs> Morgan nasty. sounds more sober than anyone, that was my favorite part. Is it, cul- it was a whole culmination of, of things with Diaz. I mean, gummies, gummies bear, you know, bourbon, what's beer. It, what's up with that cat? An absolute man. mess. And he was actually he was wearing a female jacket. You see that jacket right there with the with like the, the um, like the, the fuzzy hood that Diaz was wearing one of those to the game too. I think he borrowed his <laughs> wife's jacket. <laughs> well. 
I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Dave Babuso, State Farm. Keep it clean. Dave Babuso, State Farm in Williamstown, New Jersey. Yes. Greater Philadelphia Health Action. <laughs> Bucks County Baseball Company. Premier Window Cleaning. WeHateDirtyWindows.com. That's WeHateDirtyWindows.com. The Ludlam Bar and Grill, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City. The beautiful ladies over at Cheerleaders. Echelon Health and Fitness over the bridge. And, of course, our newest sponsor, BetMGM. Everybody, BetMGM. Download the app. Type in code GREEN and get to a $1,000 free uh, uh, risk-free bet. Risk-free bet. And I'll get it. I'm, I'm a little behind the eight ball here. About four or five weeks in. You'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> but, uh, everybody, next to me producing the show today, Kyle Slash 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 the Gobbler. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? You'll pick this up in a minute, there, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Reed, just so you know, we don't we don't want the responses. Well, it's just it's my job to help the team and no, none and of that. Whatever, no, none we of don't that. want that crap. Just go nah. for broke here. You're allowed. <laughs> Next to him, Chris Sackmaster, Sack Attack, Reggie. Ooh-ha-ha. Next to him, sitting on the panel today in place of Dave Spadaro, who's enjoying a courtside game with the 76ers. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that, was, that was his meeting today? Uh-huh, yeah. Wow. It's okay. He's she, smells, she smells better than Dave. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and she has better hair. Hopefully she looks better than Dave as well. I'll take all of those compliments. I think that goes without saying. Oh, okay, well. But it's great, though, because right now Diaz can be jealous that Spuds has better seats at the game than he does tonight. Coming off her husband's loss this weekend. Homewrecker? That was a massacre, too. <laughs> He's bad right now. You're welcome. You're really doing a willy-dilly no, on no, him. No, no, um, no. We want them to win. I know, but she's doing a willy-dilly on him. You have got you, that guy all confused. Have you seen Tommy's rebound? No. Google Tom Brady's new girlfriend. Oh. Just do yourself a favor. He got right back on the horse, huh? Uh, all, already, huh? Much cheating and, on me already? And much better than Giselle. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. That's saying really. Wow. Excellent. Reed doesn't well, want to say much because they might play him in the playoffs. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Lauren, this might get back to Brady. <laughs> Lauren's going to have that TMZ report coming Listen, up. At, uh, you intercepted Aaron Rodgers. You can do the same thing to Tom. Uh, no, no, no. You'll no. be all right. On the other side, legendary 17-year NFL wide receiver, number one overall draft pick in the 1984 draft, the Reverend, the Doctor. Mr. Irving Fryer. I'm the only one that doesn't have a, like a jingle or something after my name. Everybody's got a jingle or I'll something. I'll switch nicknames with you. I'll, no, I'll be the, no, I don't I'll be be the be legendary Slash, and no. you can be the Gobbler. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chance. Way to go, Chance. I was about to say, the Reverend, the Doctor, you don't like that? You're, you're a Richard. Yeah. Right. It's a phenomenal well, people setup, People don't know too. me as a it reverend. Is. They don't know me as a doctor. They know me as a football player. As a legend. And don't you want them to know you as a reverend and a doctor? Not necessarily. Well, then why don't you talk about that with me in the green room before it's I've okay. done this the last it's, three months? It's all right. It's okay. It's He's a good too busy title. smoking a cigar over there in the corner. Yeah. Come back to us next week with a couple of catchphrases, and we'll see what sticks. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, write them down, and we'll vote on it. Yeah. <laughs> and next to him, our guest from the Philadelphia Eagles, Middle Tennessee and, oh, God, I'll remember the name of the high school in just a second. But Philadelphia Eagles safety. I don't remember. 
what transpired. I think you were going to be guest, uh, our guest on week one. He heard about this show. Oh, yeah. Not to call. <laughs> no, no, I think I had some event going on or something. But that's what they all, that's say. What they all say. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Irv, let's be honest. If he heard about the show from his other teammates, he definitely wouldn't have shown up tonight. Right, yeah. exactly. I guess you're right. Actually, yeah. no, we've been getting a resounding uh, uh, positive uh, responses from people that have been on. All, all the shows that I've been here and not Diaz. Well, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> he was... Hopefully you will never meet Diaz. <laughs> Whoever's here next Tuesday sucks to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, so uh, nice. we only get an hour with Reed, and we're about eight minutes in already. Uh, first, you know, uh, uh, what's what is the prognosis? What uh, what's the what's the what's the word on the knee? Like everybody saw, it's not as worse as we thought. Um, you know, hopefully it's a one two week recovery at most. And I'll be back on the field as soon as possible. So, so what what exactly happened to your knee? What what uh, you twisted or? Yeah, so it's just one of those things. Um, you know, the turf is a lot more stickier, and it is that turf yeah, sucks that turf, up there. It's brutal. That turf is kind of whatever. Is I'm it not, like the turf that was here uh, at the vet? It can't be. Look, no. I'm not. I'm not going to get into how bad it is. It's, you know, it was, it was the first time for me, but uh, you know, especially around the logo area is where it happened and. You know, I was trying to make a play break down, and then my, I foot, my, flat, my foot planted, and just kind of gave up. Body out. kept going. Body kept going. Yeah. And it was, just, you know, it was a scary thing. You know, you really don't know when you go down like that as a knee, and you really don't know what's what's next. But, uh, you know, luckily God was watching over me, and, you know, it's not hey, as bad it, as I it's, thought. So. It's, it's good seeing you walk in the way you did, man. No, no, yeah. Seriously. I, mean, and, I, and get- I, think, I think that also has something to do with... How good you, how good, how well in shape you are. Right. How, right. how strong you are, how strong mm-hmm. your legs are, uh, the muscle around your joints that mm-hmm. really, uh, has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, 23 years old, that helps. Man. You're right. Not you're gonna right. lie. And we do have a great, really great program here in Philadelphia. You know, they do everything right. Um, we get massages every day of the week. You know, our strength what do you, staff's amazing. What do you know? So, so does Sam. <laughs> God, there's I have a Sean Watson joke in here somewhere. I was going to say, please don't have private massages. <laughs> no, no, I was no, 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 no. <laughs> it wasn't about you, Reed. But, yeah, but, no. but this also goes to show how tough you are as compared to Aaron Sippas. You know, like, oh. those safeties as compared to those punters. You know? oh. Aaron's a good man. Yeah, I know. He's a friend of the program, too. It's when did unfortunate. He, but the, did he hurt his knee on that final tackle? It wasn't a final tackle. They're saying, uh, now, I'm not sure if, if he was the one that said this, but... What he's saying with the turf, it is, the turf is, monster is, yeah, got him got too. Him too. Yes, hell of a play he made though. Oh, it was a great inches inches yes. from yes. a miracle. I was, yeah. I was hoping he put his shoulder down and try to get the first down. <laughs> yeah. I, he was. Uh, he had a few nice things to say to Giants fans on the way I, out. I saw that. That was great. I think they were saying that to you when we were leaving as well. Perfect. But it was it was <laughs> awesome. That was why I was sitting up there with that miserable photo face all day. <laughs> you know what? The Giants Stadium, that whole environment it's is the worst. It's a dump. It's the worst. It's a dump. It is absolutely the worst. There is nothing about that stadium that holds any allure whatsoever. It's absolutely correct. It. it there's yeah. just nothing. I mean... And I get it, it's a dual stadium, but it's a dual piece of crap, all right? (laughs) You know, I get it, you flip the switch. You flip the switch, one day it's the Jets, next day it's the Giants. But there is nothing inside that stadium that's endearing. Try to get up to the 300 level where we were. All right, you had to go up one escalator. One escalator, yeah. And then go a half a mile to another escalator to come, like... 
What? Who? There's another stadium like that that bothered me, and I can't remember. If it well, was FedEx Field was is the land of ramps. It's but, like, but at least the ramps are... They're right there. You know, yeah. At least you anyway. can get more than six people on a ramp. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, we'll trash MetLite Stadium further in a second Yeah, half. in the second half, uh, second half of the show. <laughs> Born March 2nd, 1999 in Athens, Alabama. Yes, sir. Uh, went to West Limestone High School. Uh, let's see here. Now, Alabama, is that is that... War Eagle or Crimson Tide? Come on now, Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. You don't know. I don't even like Auburn. Big Sam to the house. How are you, sir? Papa Sam, what's up? Uh, All state, all region, all county, and all area selection in football and earned Player of the Year award in 2016. It's pretty strong, brother. Talk about that. <laughs> Them high school days, man, they seem so long ago. You know? <laughs> you're tw- what, you're Hold 20 on, tell them. Like, like, five years ago. <laughs> what? Hold on a second. And Sam's pointing to me and not Herb? No. You suck. No, definitely <laughs> so to you. So long ago. Wait till yeah, you're I'm 60 sorry. years I'm old. Sorry. That's going to be a scary thing, but, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's not, 60 is not scary. I'm 60 years old. 60 well, is not scary. You're in better state than I probably ever will be, so. Well, I don't know about ever will be. That might be true. We'll find out in our race. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, quit me and I got a race going on. You think he's going to win or I'm going to win? Come on now. That's what I keep telling him. No offense. That's no, Quimby thinks he can come in. Uh, Under, uh, understand what no offense means in this particular bracket. <laughs> you think you can come in, what, half a second? I don't behind? think he wrote down the check yep. number to cancel it, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> you already know anyway, about enough about you, enough about you, enough about you. First two steps will be close. Uh, so high school days, that, that 2016 year, I mean, you, you've got to be living on cloud nine. Yeah, you know, I came from a high school where not a lot of people got recruited either. And I honestly didn't know that I would be able to play at the collegiate level. Um, there was probably one person a grade ahead of me that got recruited by Southern Miss. And I guess that really actually started my recruiting my career. But, uh, you know, we traveled to all these camps during the summer just to get my name out there. And, you know, I, I was trying to go as a receiver at the time. And well, let, let's talk about some stats real fast, okay. all right? Because this is pretty. I was going to ask, did you have those? Yeah. Served as team captains two seasons. Finished his career with one, uh, 3,192 rushing yards, 1,004 yards receiving, 1,056 yards passing, and 46 total touchdowns. Swiss Army knife, right 295 back. tackles. <laughs> Kind of had to do everything. So I, 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 I thank you for somebody ten, else doing some research. And early. ten interceptions. All right. just left those off. Were there ten other guys on the field with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was like, the whole, was yeah, he was the whole team. What was, was everybody school. else doing? I was small thinking school. the same thing. <laughs> How many pancakes did you have? <laughs> like, good very, Lord. Very small school. So. <laughs> all, all state, all region, all area, all county, limestone county player of the year, his junior and senior year. Mm. Forgot about that. Can you please? You could do these every <laughs> no, week. No, that's impressive. No, Seriously. Impressive. So after graduating, uh, well, uh, uh, you you received scholarship offers mm-hmm. from Middle Tennessee, Alabama A&M, Marist, Minnesota, Southern Miss, Georgia State, Tulane, Troy, Sanford, Arkansas State, Western Carolina, Arkansas Tech, Mercer, UT Martin, and Central Arkansas. Are we missing any? Uh, Wake Forest. You say Wake Forest? I did not. Did you say Tulane? And Minnesota? I did get Tulane. I got Minnesota. Okay. And Illinois. Illinois, Illinois was yeah. not on this list. Way, Way to go, Quimby. Uh, how did you wind up landing on Middle Tennessee? I think it was it was very close to home. And honestly, when I went to visit there, it just felt like a home environment. You know, Rick Stocks has been the coach there for I don't know how long. 
and just the way he approached me it was like a family-oriented uh, team and you know I just wanted to join a team where I could make an impact so uh, picked MT I, I don't know what you guys are lining up for we're gonna go for another 30 minutes before uh, we take a break I'm, I'm just ready. kidding yeah. ready. Did, ready. I don't know if you were forewarned about this but uh, I think they yeah. know the uh, the break time yeah, better know. than Diaz I know. <laughs> have you ever signed a baseball before I did I okay did. all right because my, my guy's got two of them uh, so <laughs> I, I, I want to get in your I want to get in your, your your true freshman year okay. first here before we go to break uh, after you accepted the offer from Middle Tennessee, you played 13 games, mm-hmm. nine as a starter. Again, true freshman season, 2017. Placed fourth on the team with 68 tackles. Also made a sack and two interceptions, earning honorable mention all conference and conference USA all freshman honors. Talk about your freshman year. You had you had a difficult time with the ladies, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, let's talk about that. That's a different subject. He's <laughs> got gray hair. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, my freshman year, it was it was a roller coaster ride. Um, come in, I didn't know anything about defensive coverages or whatever. But uh, you know, Scott Schaefer, my defensive coordinator, he sat down and taught me a lot. That transition from yeah. predominant offense mm-hmm. to where you're playing now, did that that happen your true freshman year? It did. But you know, as an athlete, I feel like it was it was easier than I thought it would be. Um, I picked up on the playbook a whole lot, so. How does that, like, knowing that you had so much experience with playing on the offensive side of the ball, how does that help you, like, when you got into college and, like, now transitioning into pros, mm. n- understanding tendencies and, and how the offense likes to play? Mm. And, you know, kind of like that play, like, I'm, I'm right. sure we're going to talk about with Aaron Rodgers yeah. later on, but, you know, how you saw that play coming along, did that help you by playing all that offense that you did in, in high school? You know, I think it did, and it, it comes with instincts, too. Just playing all those snaps in high school just allowed me to – transfer over on defense okay this is where the ball is going to be run like you know track react and go you know when i see ball i try to get ball that's all that's how i've always been taught you know and you know i just try to get my i was going to say the same thing about tail (laughs) i knew that was for you he's always got to go there giggity Way to go, Jansen. That's uh, that's our call sign for uh, shut up, Quimby. Uh, you're not supposed to talk about Bing that. Bing bong. <laughs> Jesus. Jansen, going it tonight. Right. No, we're 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 going at it. All right, everybody. Green Legion Radio Player Show on 102.5 FM Fox Sports. The Gambler here at Live Casino in South Philadelphia. Make. Live Casino and at Hotel Philadelphia, your game day destination, whether home or away games. Head to Center Bar and Sports and Social to watch the game, enjoy food and drink specials, giveaways, contests, and more. Ron Jaworski's $100,000 Football Challenge. Make your picks against Ron Jaworski each week for your chance to win your share of $100,000 in prizes and Jaws tickets to the big game. Visit any promotional kiosk to make your picks each week. And quick note here. Before we move on to break, Phillies home opener ticket and tailgate packages go on sale tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Still less expensive for our ticket and tailgate package than you can get for a single seat in sections 201 to 205. Everybody, Irving Fryer, Super Sam, intern Lauren in the back, who's going to be with us for a full hour in the second half of the show. Chris Sackmaster, Slash Producing, and, of course, Eagles Safety, Reed Blankenship. Everybody, we'll be back right after this.
right, everybody. Green Legion Radio's Players Show here on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia. Today, we have Philadelphia Eagles safety Reed Blankenship, everybody. We're talking about his younger years right now. And, uh, he still is. I was going to say, he's still in his younger years. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Younger years. As my dad younger would years. say, he's got shoes older than he does. <laughs> there we go. There. <laughs> All right, so and fresh, fresh, two freshman years over. Now you're going into your sophomore year. 13 games, started 12, making team leading a career high 107 tackles, along with four interceptions, seven passes defended. Four interceptions ranked 16th in the nation. Uh, against ODU on October 27th, he had a sack, 17 tackles, three for a loss, and returned an interception 100 yards for a touchdown, earning the Bronco Nagurski National Defensive Player of the Week Award. Bronco Talk about Nagurski. that game, because, I mean, come on, if you didn't get a little after, I'd be a little upset. Uh, tackling fuel. Okay, I had a girlfriend. At tackling fuel. So you did. All right. Go. <laughs> No, that game, you know, is just one of those things that everything was going right. Um, I had fun. You know, it was like I was a kid playing out there. Um, when that interception happened, you know, afterwards, it was like I, was, I felt invincible. So uh, everything, like I said, was falling into place for me, and, you know, I was enjoying it. I want to hear more. No, you wanna I want to hear more. No, I want to hear. He wants the dirty details. All right, so at what? Uh, when did that interception take place in the game? I think it was right before half. We were actually... I think it was a one-score game, and they were on maybe the five-yard line. And if that didn't happen, then, you know, if they would have scored, obviously it would have been a closer game. But, uh, you know, luckily I just read my keys, do what I was coached to do, and took off with it. So Changed the entire momentum of the game. Was it anything momentum. like watching uh, oh, the running back from the Cowboys, damn it, chasing Lito, still chasing Lito down the side? Oh, Marion Barber? Marion Barber. Still watching number twenty four Marion Barber what? chasing Lito Shepard right, down the sideline. So what's your what's your forty time? It was a four five. Four five? Yeah. You didn't get caught? Hundred yards, you didn't get caught? No. Did you see the face he made? I no. play a lot faster than than my forty time playing speed. shows. You know, playing speed is a lot faster than that. So Irv, what was your prime forty time? Four two three. That's insane. I oh, don't man. believe that. I believe you. Okay, I don't believe that. <laughs> But hold on a second. A lot of crap. John you Jansen doesn't believe it. Nobody believes you can't, it. You can't. You it's can't. It's documented. You want me to call Tom uh, Tom Osborne no, right now? No, what I want you to do is hear me out here for a second. You can't use the alarm clock that has the swinging bell. Whatever, Quimby. For the time. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I can, he's the only one I can make fun of here, for being here, older. Here's, here, I'm they have these you things know, called stopwatches this, now? This is yes. how this is how fast I ran because I ran my 40 time for the pros. That's great. Between, so read Blankenship in the house right now, everybody. Okay. Oh, I'm going to tell you how hour. fast it was. I didn't have to do anything at the combine. All I did was got, get a physical. I didn't have to do any of the drills. And still was picked number one. That's crazy. It's impressive. You know what? I, I shouldn't have brought it up. That's yep, crazy. You did. No, I should have brought it up. That's crazy. I did. I asked for it. It's Reed. not just about you. The show's not just about you, Courtney. <laughs> yes, it is. Reed, in that game, 17 tackles. What, what's what's that like? Like, like, do you have that number in your head? Like, how many you've had, or is it just like you said, sea ball? Like, yes. I, I, I want to. It's like that scene in the replacements. <laughs> give me the ball, Danny. I want the ball. Yeah, give me the ball. Like, is that, is that like your mentality when you? It's just that, like, that's I my need me, that's my mentality every game. I mean, that's that's I want to make as many tackles as possible. I want to be around. Yeah. 
And uh, I want to know if that is... Diggity. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Diggity. <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Jansen. In studio. No, that was me. I did that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did that. Perfect. That's good work by you, Er. <laughs> and Sam's gone for about the, re- the next five minutes. More impressive than your 4234. Oh. oh, okay. All right. Does that part of your game uh, wind up biting you in the ass at times? Because you're, you're, you're going into him right. no, so I get what hard. You're, um, you're talking about playing too aggressive. Um, Not necessarily, but you know you're springing. Yeah, I mean when, I, when when you're when you're ready to hit, I mean you're you're coming full bore. Yeah, I mean I I think I've learned and played the game you know a ton that I realize how to hit somebody in open field or or when I can lay the, you know lay the wood. Um. <laughs> Giggity, come, come here. I was watching you when you got an opportunity to play uh, when you started and. You're like a heat-seeking missile. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I could watch on TV, man, mm-hmm. you, when you go for it, you yeah. go for it. Your 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 uh, favorite players, Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that where you get that from? Yeah, I believe so. You know, like I said, I like watching him play when he was at Bama, and then you know now he's at the pro level. You know, he's a gr- he's a great safety, and you know I just want to be those guys that I don't hesitate. You know, I see ball, like go get it. You know, don't think, just go. Mm-hmm. We were sitting up in the 300 level on Sunday and that fourth and seven with Devontae Smith down the sideline. <laughs> yeah. That's that crazy. safety. What the hell were you cringing thinking? when you saw I, that? I, As well, a safety, thought, like what's what's your assessment right, of that right, play? First of all, uh I gotta start making copies of the run sheet. Because that was what I like. Like is ahead. it it was lit no, that's not on that's on that's you're on me- you're messing up Quimby's flavor. That's on Reed's cheat sheet. But because while we're talking about that over aggressiveness that he was that, that he's trying to like yeah. s- discuss, like w- what what do you think was going through his head? Do you think like he wanted was he going for the ball and only looking at the ball? Did he, he, was did he only, not want to hit yeah. Schmitty? I mean what I was the thing there? He's, he had a great like a great break. Everybody saw that. And like the fact I was that like, he didn't even touch the break. Right. Yes. I was like, Smitty's about to either get killed or it's <laughs> yeah. about to be a pick. And it's I didn't I didn't realize they should be scored until everybody started cheering. It was like one of those things. Like, how do you miss that play? You don't you don't even touch them. Yeah, the ball hung up in the air yeah. quite a bit. You know, and back in the day, but Jalen can't throw the deep ball. Well, yes, he can throw the deep can. ball. Uh, but that was the ball hung up. The ball, the ball, the ball hung up enough, and he had a, a, a big enough jump on it. I'm thinking that Devontae's going to be on the bench hurting because he should have yeah. took Devontae's chest and put it where his back is. But you can't do that anymore. You can if you hit him in here. You can't hit him in the head. Still going to get flat. That's okay. Still, if they That's see okay. if they see a big pop like that, no matter if it's in the chest, right. if it is a like they're going to throw the fight. But no that matter what. that would have been. Within the game's rules to hit him from his waist, and we're gonna we're gonna talk more about yeah. that play should, and and the Nick Sirianni sprint up and down the, the oh, sideline, yeah. <laughs> which was awesome. He might be able to beat you in a race as well. That was that was a bad play by that safety though. That was horrible. Yeah. Love, got his first name, but love. So, in 2019, uh, you played in seven games before suffering season-ending uh, leg injury. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, you know. 2019 was supposed to be a really good year for me. Um, coming off of the sophomore year, um, kind of running high, feeling good about you know how I was playing, and you know started a few games off doing really good. Had two or three picks the first, I guess, first game, and then we played Michigan and Iowa, you know, big teams like that, just to get my name out there more. And then you know, game seven comes around, third quarter, you know, just playing football like you always do, you know. 
and I was going to make a tackle, and my middle linebacker got pretty much he got jacked up completely off his feet and landed on my leg. And it was one of those freak accidents that you see all the time and set me down for, you know, the rest of the year. And then 2020 comes, and, you know, that's a whole different story with COVID. Yeah, we're about to get on that. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good segue. Go ahead, you, uh, when you When you got that injury that year, your junior year, you were projected to be a mid Round draft choice, right? Yeah. Then you made the decision to go back to school and play. Well, that, that was year. His, that was your senior year. No, that, that was his junior year. It was his senior year. Well, then he got the injury. 20, his junior year was, was his was his injury, injury. year. Right. When he right. came back, right. he was projected to go middle right. middle uh, middle round. Right? Uh, are we accurate on that? I want to ask yeah, you a no. quick a quick question yeah. before we jump to that. Okay. Though. So, the highlight game of your college career we just talked about mm-hmm. uh, in your sophomore season with a sack, mm-hmm. uh, three tackles for a loss, 17 tackles, and a 100-yard interception return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I asked you when that took place. And you went, I think it was towards the end of the uh, second quarter. Mm-hmm. Do players always remember their injuries? Yeah, it was uh, more so than they remember any of their highlight games or absolutely. plays. Absolutely, and that injuries and mistakes that you made in the game, like you know exactly what you do. I'm, I'm, all, I've always been like that. You know, I don't remember the good plays. I always like think of the bad plays after. You know, I'm watching film. I'm like, okay, I got to watch this play because I knew something messed up. Like I messed up. I mean, had an error or something. But injury wise, yes. Um, it was like the third quarter, maybe like eight minutes left in the third quarter and I think it was on maybe around the 40 yard line that was going in yeah that's crazy yeah we, we, left hash middle middle to left hash and then never goes away huh never goes away man a damn middle linebacker I, I dropped the ball in the orange bowl my senior year there's oh not, we there, all know there's not a week that goes by that I don't think it about didn't matter it didn't affect I know game. it didn't matter but there's still not a week that goes by that I don't think about that I, I don't think about Herb's toe <laughs> You've never been embarrassed like you get embarrassed when you drop a pass on national TV. Or by ten grand on that game, and, and <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. You didn't, you he wasn't, wasn't even born. born. <laughs> he wasn't even born. By ten grand. He wasn't. He wasn't even a shot of whiskey yeah. in his dad's yeah. eyes. <laughs> it was only ten grand. A six pack in the back of his dad's Chevrolet. Yeah. Is, that, is that what Hollis said the one time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in twenty COVID. All right, you appeared in and started all nine games, made team leading 76 tackles, part of the Ben Narek Award, Jim Thorpe Award watch list. You were projected that year, mm-hmm. I believe, to mm-hmm. go right uh, in the in the middle rounds, mm-hmm. and you decided to come back for your fifth year uh, uh, of eligibility. Mm-hmm. Talk about that decision. Talk about that decision. You mean talk about it leading up to it? Because this is leading up to the the whole thing. We want to know because uh, you know you you played again Mm -hmm. and and we now know what Mm -hmm. took place. Tell tell us you know yeah everything about you know twenty twenty every not even sports world the whole world was just chaotic. But anyways, coming off that injury in twenty nineteen, it was like spring when COVID just started to happen, and like our spring break is the beginning of March. And I'm just now starting to, like, walk slash jog a little on it, you know. So we go home for spring break, and we don't come back. So everything's shut down, and i got to do treatment on my own. Like, mentally, you know, it's it's tough trying to get over that anyway. And you don't know if you're going to be 100%. You always have this, you know, 
thing in the back of your head saying, like, am I still going to be good enough? But uh, so go through spring, get get back on campus around June. Weight room coaches end up getting COVID. So the whole team has to quarantine for two weeks. Come back. Everybody gets tested again. Roommate catches it. I'm down for two more weeks. Come back. We I actually practiced one. Have you thought about coming back in a bubble? I honestly thought about it. A man's moving away. A naked gun, thirty-three and a third, full body condom. <laughs> Look, and then we listen. We come back. <laughs> listen, listen. We come back. Thank you, Reed. Thank you. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. Keep, keep moving. Keep keep moving. Yeah, pick, pick the pick the fumble up and keep moving. Yeah. All right, that's a good fumble recovery right there, <laughs> Thank Reed. You. Thank you. Come back. <laughs> We get tested again. I'm negative. My roommate tests positive. Again. Again. Oh, my God. And that's two more weeks. What was he doing? Hey. Like, nothing. Like, we, everything was shut down. Put the white flag up at that point. Yeah. Come back. Listen, and we got to play Army week one. And I'm trying to learn the triple option or how to defend it through Zoom. Oh, my God. I have no live reps before I play Army. My first ever, like, that entire year of... By the way, this is radio gold, bro. (laughs) Seriously, this is excellent. You must have been a big fan of Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, now. (laughs) Anyways. Let the man tell the story. You got me sidetracked. But my first ever live rep was... The first snap against Army on defense. Oh my God! And you can only imagine what was going through my head. I'm probably 210, overweight, thinking I can play with these guys right now, and I'm I'm so messed up in the head trying to learn like defend this triple option. And you know, I knew that I, I didn't play good, and like it, football wasn't the same that year at all. We were meeting outside, everybody was separated. It wasn't like a team oriented thing. You know, each week it was just like. We're, we're getting tested. We don't know who's just going to get popped again. And we're just asking ourselves, are we going to be able to play this game, you know, this next week? And just going through that whole year was just so mentally, like, depressing. And what, like, because I didn't, I kept going into my D.C.'s offense, like, what do I need to do? Like, I feel like I'm failing right now, you know, because I had all this, all these people trying to watch me. And I'm trying to you may, make a career out of this. But, uh, you know, I just kept getting down on myself each each week it was just one of those things after 2020 i told myself i said look like this is make it or break it for you you know you, you can't you can't let up so come in 21 and gave it all i got so, so uh, it, it you felt as though you didn't have yeah. a good enough season to enter the draft yeah absolutely you know I, I wouldn't have taken me if i was a scout i would be like what's what's wrong with this guy you know why did he play so good in 19 they completely drop off in 20 man that that's a hell of a story bro i mean it I did, you know, you, you, you get bits and pieces right. of what takes place, and I mean the the, the COVID roller coaster. Man, that, I know I wasn't the only crazy. one. Crazy. I know I wasn't the only one affected by it, but you know, just personally, that's my story, and it just it it was a a bad time for me. Let's just say the that. normal obstacles of yeah. you know 
moving forward with a career in football, and then you just have that on top of it. It's yeah. a huge weight. It was tough. How many positive COVID tests wound up on the back of your roommate's uh, football card for 2020? Does he have a? Does he have a? a, a you know, a, does he have a helmet with those stickers? Yeah. <laughs> I was getting mad at my I'm roommate Captain too. COVID. I'm like, we're not even going anywhere. We're catching it. Like we step outside, we're breathing, and like we're getting, we're popping positive. It makes no sense. He got the Dr. Fauci Award in 2020. <laughs> That's great with the stickers on that helmet. Yeah, that Here's another funny. one. Dang. All right, so 2021. Your fifth-year senior, started all 13 games, was the school's leading tackler with 110. Uh, three fumble recoveries, which ranked third in the nation. Also placed eighth nationally in solo tackles per game with 5.8. Played 1,030 snaps, which was more than any other player on the team. Against uh, Marshall, you returned a, a fumble 90 yards for a touchdown, made a forced fumble, two recoveries, and seven stops, being named the Conference Defensive Player of the Week for your efforts. Against Charlotte, 13 tackles, set the all-time Middle Tennessee tackles record. Was named candidate for the Senior Class Award on October 6th. At the end of the year, was named first team all-conference, Conference USA all-academic. Way to go. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Conference Spirit Service Award winner. Middle Tennessee Defensive Ironman of the Year and selection to the East-West Shrine Bowl. Nice. So you came back pissed. Pissed. <laughs> Obviously. You know, I had a chip on my shoulder. I still do. That I damn mean, triple option of Army. Yeah, I mean, that just, that honestly pissed me off for all year. <laughs> that killed me. You know what? Let's 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 do this because we got we have one more segment with you. Uh, we want to get to your pro career mm. all right, uh, when we come back. Everybody, don't hang out alone in the man cave for football this season. Try hanging out at cheerleaders with sexy entertainers, four dollar Miller, four dollar domestic beers, Jameson specials, and awesome game day prizes during all Sunday and Monday football games. That's right. Stop in before, during, or after. Not only to see your favorite entertainers, but also your chance to win an awesome game day prize. The most epic game day experience is a cheerleaders gentlemen's club. Where Champions Play Cheerleaders is open daily from noon until 2 a.m. Everybody, this is Green Legion Radio Players Show from the live casino here in South Philadelphia with Eagles safety, Reed Blankenship. Yeah. Coming back for one final segment before he gets out of here for the evening. You guys will be back right after this. everybody green legion radio player show here at live casino south philadelphia if you're anywhere close stop in we got a nice crew in here tonight i guess christmas is a good time of year huh? my man mike davis in the house mike davis in the house good to see you everybody guys here at center bar are awesome good crowd tonight we are with eagles safety reed blankenship All right, so he's checking his watch. He's like, what time am I leaving? Yeah, time to go. out of here. Time to go. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Am I not doing a good enough job of protecting you? Don't worry. The bodyguard. We we gave you the bulldog. All right. Uh, So uh, you wind up uh, being undrafted, uh, but you wind up here in Philadelphia. And, and, you know, pros and cons. Con is you didn't get drafted. Pros are you're here. I'm here. And uh, making every opportunity. Yeah, you know, I, 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 right now, uh, as far as the world needs to know, it's it's the best showcase in the NFL. And 
uh, now that you're getting an, an opportunity to get some play time, you're you're taking advantage of that. Um, when uh, you're going through training camp, mm-hmm. all right, I don't think anybody thought you were a long shot to make this team at all, but Anthony Harris gets cut mm-hmm. at the end of August. At that point, you go, oof. All right, I'm 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 feeling pretty good about my position right now. Well, honestly, no. I saw him get you know cut, and I'm sitting in my hotel room like I might be next. <laughs> you know? Who knows? Grabbing onto that playbook, holding onto it, while you go to I sleep. Was, I was on my phone talking to my parents. I was like, I'm stressed out, you know. But it was it was fun. Day. <laughs> yeah, everything was fun. Everything when, was when you found out you when made I the team. When I found out, yeah. everything yeah. was fun. <laughs> I, I know you're saying that you're stressed out, but I know there's the, sometimes they set the 53-man roster, mm-hmm. and at that point, like they're waiting on other players to kind of fall to them through the waivers, mm-hmm. um, or they see what other right. what other players get cut from other teams. Like, when did you actually feel comfortable? Like, okay, cool. I'm I'm here. I'm set. Like, was that when the practice squad was set? No, you, when four o'clock hit. I was like, oh, no, I didn't get a call, so I think I'm good. And then my agent called me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's a sound of relief, man. I heard your phone buzzing. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Did you go one or two? Turn, yeah. turn the ringer off. Turn the vibrator yeah. off. He was checking the area code. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, CJ DJ goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of the Packers game, you come in, and you start hammering away. Mm-hmm. Seeking missile. Adrenaline flowing pretty high at that point, or are you just... Are you? I didn't oh even, my God, I've been ready for this moment. Honestly, it was more of like, they called my name, I was like, oh, it's time to play football again. You know? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have time to think about it at all. But, uh, you know, like I said, like, I loved it. I tried to do it as much as I could for the team, but... Oh, there's the response. It, there's the response. There it is. But no, <laughs> I loved it, man. Just w- wanted to put my players in a better position. It's okay. You can say, you know what? I've been waiting for this moment all I, my life. But here we go. Deep I get down, and I'm never coming out. I'm going to play so hard. I'm never coming out of the game. I, I, I keep me in. I have a great setup here for uh, uh, you know whatever response you give. So okay. reports come out that, uh, that CJ DJ has a lacerated kidney, mm-hmm. and your number gets called to start mm-hmm. against Derrick Henry. Let's not take anything away from Conference USA and Middle Tennessee, but you're going from undrafted to lining up against arguably one of the most punishing running backs in the league. And yeah. you guys shut him right. down. Right. I don't even think Talk I hit Talk about that. I was going to say, did you get a he lick never, on him? Never got I'm, to you. I'm sitting in the DB room, and like our DB coach is like, hey, like if you get a chance, try and, you know, try it. Let him, let him hurt up. Him, but like, Knock you the know, snot out of be him. Be physical with him. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay. But uh, I didn't get a chance to at all. You know, even Slay and Jane got more tackles on than I did. Where's your where, Where's your target at on him? Like you're, you're tackling, like you're looking at him, and you physically want to want to take him down. Depends on where where he is. If he's in the middle of the pile, I'm hitting him high. If he's like in the you know open field, I'm going to go low. I mean, he's got a nasty stiff arm. Everybody just oh. know it. Like everybody sees that. So I didn't want to get stiffed on him. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be on the highlight reel. You don't want to be on the on the other side of Jack Stoll yeah, this that, week. That probably yeah. would have been a meme. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I I would try to go low on him. I but I want to know, like, you know, you you get your number called to start, mm-hmm. and, and we know Tannehill and that wide receiver core isn't. Right. Isn't really going to match up with what you guys right. can bring to the table, but you still have to contain mm-hmm. this massive 
you know, yeah. mammoth of a human. Right. And, and I want to know what I, I want to know what goes on in your head there, I, like because you didn't know prior to the game that you weren't going to get a chance to get some licks right. on. No, like I was I was preparing myself like, hey, like if you meet this guy one on one, you just got to be more physical. You got to not think and go. And don't get stiff arms. Don't get stiff arms. <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself, maybe if I go there fast enough, he's not going to stiff arm me. He's not going to see me. But <laughs> see, I'm thinking, I'm, 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 yeah, you're right. They call Great. me Ghost. This so. is this is they radio. Call ghost? They call this is radio ghost. Gold. Okay. Call me Ghost. The Hall of Fame highlight reel of Derrick Henry. And there's Reed. There's Reed. White <laughs> <laughs> guy getting stiff on. <laughs> we told him not to go in there. <laughs> I do want to ask, like, I really a, thought he didn't see me. <laughs> I do want to ask about a highlight that we touched on a little bit earlier, but want to go more in depth on it. Uh, when you're immediately when your number got called against Green Bay, and that I'll leave it open ended for you. Just go through that interception and that entire play. You know, it, it, like I'm going to use this answer. Like they told me not to go for it. Um, you know, <laughs> I have our DB room especially is full of great players and great leaders you know you got slay james marcus Epps. marcus Epps has been my coach my mentor nothing the but entire, things. entire year and you know he was I, on with us last year he's yeah, awesome he i respect him so much you know as a player i love how he plays like he's a dog and just watching him practice watching him in walkthroughs taking everything serious you know that's that's being a pro and you know that's what i want to be you know i want to be i want to grow up in his shoes you know i, I know he's had the tougher you know, road to in his pro career, you know, but, you know, it happens. He still has a chip on his shoulder, and that's what I like. But, uh, you know, just going, like, watching him, watching CD, watch how they play because they've been in the league for a long time and just mimicking what they do, I guess, allowed me to make that interception. So. Do you have the ball? Of course. Okay, now, yes. now, did you do what Dre Greenlaw did with Tom Brady after the game on, on Sunday? Go up and, and ask him to, sign, yeah, you, ask him to I, sign the ball? I wanted to, but I was like, nah, if somebody came up to me, I'd probably just throw it back in their face. You know? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. What, what do you think would have happened if you did go up to him and ask him? No telling. I, mean, I don't even want to think He's about a weird it. cat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, that's Tell him he has great yeah. hair first and then ask him to sign the ball. I'm not going to say that. You don't, you don't want to lie to him. <laughs> uh, from Russ Taylor in our room uh, on StreamYard, what did you know about Philadelphia and what surprised you about the city? Honestly, I didn't know a whole lot about Philly. Um, I just know that cheesesteaks is probably the number one thing, obviously. <laughs> I've yet to try one. So, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's that's, that's restrained. Hold on, hold on. I'm good with this because I think this city should be known for something other than cheesesteaks. I agree with you, but he still has to have one. I, I will eventually. Salt pretzels? Like what, Quimby? Well, we're the restaurant capital of the country right now. You're talking about 26 Steven Star restaurants. 24 of them still stayed open after COVID. You're talking about uh, yeah, a, a, yeah. A, a, a Philadelphia Convention Center that's now open and available to a lot of people that weren't able to afford it because of union controversies in the beginning. You're talking about a city with plenty of hotels. You're talking about a city that finally opened its arms to people from other towns, realizing that, hey, it's a good spot to go. Dude, you gotta have a cheesesteak. He still man. has to have a cheesesteak. <laughs> Do you think he knew all of that? Well, he was—he's trying to get on the field. He's not doing history about you restaurants. You—you then ask me the question: Should he still have a cheesesteak? Yes or no? Yes, cheesesteak. Close ended. Yeah. God damn it, have one. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah. We gotta get rid of, get rid of that. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's but, all right. We're good. How much time do we have? 
Uh, Reed's asking the same question. One more question. <laughs> one more question, Herb. You want to take this? Yeah, one? I, this is, has nothing to do with football. Did, did a little research, Ooh. and Uh-oh. you can tell me if this is accurate or not. But your favorite movie is called The Step Brothers. Yes. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. I had no clue what that was about, so I watched it today. I only I only got What'd through about half of it. John Stamos. I, I, I got yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know who you're kind of well John Riley. I got to the part where they went to the uh, to the job interview and the fart. Yes. Tastes like ketchup and onions. Onions. I'm like, That's a movie come is before. ridiculous. I could taste it on my tongue. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> How many set. times have you watched that movie? Multiple times. <laughs> like, I watched it before he came on the show. If that like describes my personality too, so like I'm goofy. <laughs> Very goofy outside. Like, if you really know me, you're gonna get my goofy side. Hey, I gotta be honest with you, man. You've been a great guest here. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you're you. little eclectic. It's it, it, it's good. Very humble. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know what? We do have to we do have to say uh, uh, go to break here and, and goodbye to you for now. Hey, no, we don't. We gotta give him a bump. Oh, that's oh, right. Give him a bump. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh. Gotta get you, the what, bump. What are you uh-huh. driving these days? A Jeep right now. It's, All right. It's nice too. Yeah, but you're in a Mercedes. No, I'm not a Mercedes. You're would you, would you like you're to? Going out, you're going to drive a Mercedes next week. Hold on a second. We not well, hold on a second. Not next week. We gotta give we gotta give him an opportunity here to be healthy. Right. All right. So, what? Uh, true story. Well, yeah. All right. Your your first game back, uh, fully suited and healthy and ready to play. All right. We give every player this opportunity. I. Uh, there's a. There's a vehicle within this family that's pretty souped up. It's and uh, Honda Pilot, it's fantastic. His. You don't want mine, it's his. It's got car seats in the back just in case. <laughs> nice. Uh, there have been a couple recipients of this. Anytime a defensive player gets an interception or a fumble recovery or a fumble cause or a, a force sack, fumble. force fumble. Or a 90-yard touchdown nine. run. <laughs> uh, they, get, they get the car for a week. Wow. No one's got to get this year. And it's legit. We put you on the insurance program. You get to drive it around. One particular individual's number is 35. He had to put a couple pedals on and, and tied them to his feet. So he <laughs> had to put blocks on there in the Maserati. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah, Boston Boston took the car, I think, to New Orleans in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had... I had I had 4,000 miles on the car when I gave it to him, and it came back with 5,700. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Uh, knock yourself out. So, but here's the deal. We understand that, you know, it, we, th- th- there's a cautious approach right. to what's taking place right now. So, that option stands. Mm-hmm. The next game, you are ready to go full speed. But appreciate that. And uh, hopefully it's Dallas. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, and uh, and regardless, uh, a long, healthy, and prosperous career, not only with us, but uh, wherever you go, man. You're yes, a great guy. Sir. Thank you. Thanks Thank for coming on. Man. Everybody, Green Legion Radio Players Show, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, here at Live Casino. Philadelphia Eagles, safety, Reed Blankenship. Yeah. 13 and 1 next week. We'll be in Chicago with you, everybody. We'll be back right after this. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much time to sit down and think about myself. Little Mars in the playground. Sounds about right there, Jack. Like wow. double cherry pie. Pie. Yeah, there she was. She was. 
everybody, Green Legion Radio Player Show here at Live Casino. Reed Blankenship is still over at the Step Repeat. Signing autographs, taking photos. Popular guy, great, great guest, man. Oh, man. Wish him nothing but the best with his career, not only here but wherever he goes. He's going to be a he's going to be a player in this league. For I a said time. I, I said to you during break, man. We haven't had like this this year. Our guests have been phenomenal. Top the notch. show, just unbelievable. Top notch. Great people. And 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 thanks to uh, thanks to Spuds for recruiting these guys, man. Host of your Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast, oh, hell Mr. Dave Spadaro. <laughs> Everybody. World Soccer Tournament, the World Cup. Is it still going on? It's still going on. Yeah, Argentina <laughs> advanced to the finals. It's All on right. Sunday. And then Presented we'll... by Budweiser. Friends Check it out Morocco. at Sports and Social. All right, $5 buds for every game. Monday mug nights every Monday at Sports and Social. $7 beer mugs, $6 cocktails. Taco Tuesday. Giggity. Mm. Every Tuesday at Sports and Social. Taco specials and margarita flight specials. Don't forget UFC 283. On Saturday, January 21st, visit sportssocialphilly.com for all upcoming events. I think Lauren and Sam right now are stalling because they're both going to be on the panel. I think Lauren's actually got some stuff to talk about. Not Jack stalling. Which is hysterical. We're looking forward to that. You guys, let's jump into this game, all right? Uh, because, uh, again, coining uh, Super Sam Brady, all right? The massacre at the Meadowlands. That's yours. We gave you props. You didn't hear it when you were uh, when you were bringing Reed in. Massacre at the Meadowlands, coined by Samantha Ross. We'll even give her a real name for that because she deserves credit. Yeah. Complete yeah. ass whooping. Um. So real quick, uh, before we get into the game, should we be worried about this Aaron Sippos injury? I'm not necessarily talking about from a punt standpoint. Britton Covey came in and handled snaps for extra points and field goals pretty effectively. But is this a is this a concern? Well, they said today that he's uh, Britton Covey will no longer be doing the holds. Well, they just signed another punt. Yeah, it was a Brent Turk, Brent uh, Kern. He's a former Pro Bowler from Tennessee. Yeah, I'm not down with the punter names, but otherwise, yes, he's very good though. Former Pro Bowler. I'm not worried about it. Punning, this guy should have a stronger leg than what Sipos has had. Um, but you do worry about the holding part of it because Jake Elliott and the, and the long snapper and everything. Everything has got to be simpatico. I'm not that worried about it, though. I think it, it's not a season ender. So he might come back at some point. By what the about end of you, Mister Special well, Teams? It's, it's just the punter. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just the punter. It's not the kicker, you know, who's trying to kick field goals and he's hurt. You're bringing another kicker who's going to put you know, you know points I, on the boy. He's you know the what punter. I don't like about it, Irv? And uh, you and I, I think, can agree on this. Uh, it seemed the last few weeks like special teams started to turn the yes. corner. Yes, they started to give us better field position. It wasn't. So vanilla, where you know it was, they were they were they were making space. Well, they got a shot in the arm. They had a good game. They recognized that there were uh, there were some issues they needed to correct. They came out. They did a good job. And since then, they built momentum. Even even Covey now. Remember, mm-hmm. I was always saying Covey just did, doesn't doesn't look comfortable back there now catching the ball. 
Now he does. He got that game where he got those few returns. Now he's taking, he's getting the ball, receiving it, and he's finding a hole. He's getting yards. He's a, getting positive yards. It's a yards. couple different facets. Like yes. you said, Cubby looks like he just shot out of a cannon all yes. of a sudden. And then on the kickoff return coverage, like they're getting pops at the 20-yard line now. So it's all coming together at once on all right. different assets. Right. Yeah, you got Boston, Scott, had you that got long Boston run. Scott with the kickoff returns. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That is probably their best move that they've made on special teams yet this year. And... and well, we'll get into we'll we'll get into we'll get into the giant slayer here uh, in, in a little bit. It's but, insane. So, uh, man, you know, I I I I, I want to say it doesn't come as a surprise to me because I talked about it. I love the moves, everything that they made. I said the second that they brought Jordan Davis in, if they did, this line was going to gel from uh, uh, you know a, a standpoint of. Becoming that force where they didn't have to blitz. The, 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 the schematic that Gannon wants to run, which is getting pressure from the front four. And uh, the Eagles, with their seven sacks this week, surpassed the Cowboys as the team with the most sacks mm-hmm. in the league. Yep. Uh, two sacks on the opening drive. Like... These guys are coming out on fire. They're averaging almost four sacks a game. Sacks? Sack? Talk about it. <laughs> nah, man. Brandon Graham with three, three the other yeah. day. Um, three and three tackles for a loss yeah. at the same time. And he's, and he's on track to, on, uh, on pace to, uh, to outdo his... Any year he's played thus far. Well, he's, got eight and and half. Half. he's got he's yeah. got eight and a half sacks right well, now. Right. Should be eight and a half, good. nine and a half is his career high. Right. He's never reached double digits. That's always been a goal for him. You know, this guy is coming off of age thirty three season where he played a game and a half and an he, Achilles and, tear. And he tore he ruptured his Achilles. Amazing. And and he's come back and, and listen, the, the rotation that they have has kept him fresher. He's no longer starting, he's coming in, and he's just taking advantage of situations. This, this guy right here is an all Time, Philadelphia Eagle, and uh, you know, uh, when you listen to the guy talk, like I think early on in his career he felt spiteful because of how people reacted at the fact that he wasn't Earl Thomas, and he wasn't this heralded first round draft pick. Over the course of time, this guy has now become a prodigal son. The lifeblood of this team. Yes, and the lifeblood of Philadelphia sports as a whole. You hear how he talks, how he carries himself. What, a, what an amazing human being. And he was on 102.5 Fox Sports to Gambler for a whole hour say. with Sean Brace earlier today. Sean Brace interviewed him. You can catch that on Fox, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Fox it, Sports the Gambler.com. It's podcasted. <laughs> so, Fox PHL Gambler. There you go, Sean. You're welcome. So, we've got. Uh, a guy in the 13th year of his NFL career. All right. And, you know, uh, different positions, uh, you know, uh, slow down at, at different times. Defensive and edge rusher doesn't seem to be one that has a short career like running back where it just wears and tears on you. But, Irv, I got to ask you this as uh, as a, as an NFL alumni um Brandon, I believe, just like Kelsey right now, and even players like Lane, all right, they're smelling an opportunity for one more shot at glory. And uh, read Blankenship one more time. Everybody read Blankenship. Be safe, brother. Uh, I want to know, because you played 17 years in the league, and when you sniffed out opportunities after... 
you know, year eight, nine, ten, where you thought you had an opportunity, do you get an extra bit of, of, of adrenaline? Uh, is Brandon right now playing like this is the last year of his career, even though it might not be? Well, what, what happens um, as you mature in the NFL or as you mature, I guess, as an athlete, whatever sport it might be, you learn how to play smarter and not harder. So you're not using as much energy to accomplish what you were able to accomplish all of those years prior to that. So what you're seeing Brandon Graham do, I mean, he's using all of the tools, all of the experience that he's mustered up. He all is of these everywhere. Years. And, and the fact that he's not starting and playing the majority of the snaps, mm -hmm. it gives him an opportunity to use those tools, not having to use all of his energy, but he's a savvy guy who can get in and he sees opportunities, he sees cracks, and he's able to use that experience to maximize what he does, which obviously helps the team. Still didn't really a answer the question. I did. Does he smell this right now? The opportunity. Well, well everybody, I think everybody smells it when you're, when you're in an opportunity to get there. I think everybody smells it. He recognizes it and cherishes the moment more than so a so-called younger player because he's been around, whether he's smelled it and gotten there and tasted it before or whether he's got the chance to get there but failed to get there. But as an older player, you cherish the moment and you are able to live in the moment more so than a younger guy. Speaking of younger athletes, Lauren, what do you have to say about this? I was prepared with something else. <laughs> It's all right. Now we'll we'll, we'll 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 get to you. We'll get to you later on. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing that to you every now and then. <laughs> and she's gonna keep giving you the same answer. Yep. yep. And you got to give credit to the other guys that are getting pressure on the quarterback too. Josh Sweat is Josh been a Sweat man is out of control. He was the first one the other day, wasn't he? Yeah, right, right out of the gate. Right. He was right out of the gate. And Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Reddick. Hassan Reddick now. He becomes the first player in NFL history to get 10 plus sacks three consecutive years with three different teams. Three different teams. I mean, what a chip on a shoulder that this guy has. A hometown kid coming home. And Temple you. Tem tem you know, Temple. and it's, it's insane. Like, these guys. And, like, what how we did as far as adding in Adamican Sue and Limbell Joseph to go along with Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox looks like a new player. He hasn't looked like this in five I gotta, years. I got I to be honest. Fresh yes. One of, my, one of my favorite Fletcher Cox moments of all time was this Sunday when he wrapped up Saquon <laughs> like a bear hug and just fell right on top of him and didn't even feel like letting him go. He was just like, thanks, you're my bitch right now. That was it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I, I, I would have. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> even worse than that. Yeah, probably was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we, let's talk uh, real quick about when this game was won for the Eagles and lost for the Giants. First drive? First drive. Can, can I, can I, I'm, listen, first drive. I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because as I'm watching the game, the first offensive play for the Eagles, they threw the ball to Calcaterra. I knew the game was over right, right there. Because there. they're telling them, because they hadn't been throwing the we ball. We can to throw the, to anybody. To the, yes. They hadn't been throwing the ball to the tight ends prior to that. They really hadn't figured out how to, to get them involved in the offense. They figured it out, and they were sending a message to the Giants. They just Listen, we're going to do we're whatever we want to do today. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but let's talk real quick overall about that first drive. 14 plays, 84 yards, 8 minutes and 5 seconds taken off the clock. That's enough to break your spirit right there. Followed up, if it wasn't enough, right, by the second drive, 
12 plays, 12 plays. 91 yards, 4 minutes and 55 seconds taken off the clock. You're already into the 11-minute mark in the second quarter. The Eagles handed the Giants their ass <laughs> way before midway through the second quarter. Yeah, I mean, I I know I was joking around about the first drive. I mean, for me, like being in the stadium and when it was fourth and seven and they're lining up because you knew that if they would have punted in the end zone, I think it would have been like net punt yards of like 15. There was no point. It's like I like that about Nick. It's It kind of reminds me of 2017 Doug. It's like, all right, cool. Listen, you try and beat us. Uh, but when he when he threw that dime down the sideline of Devontae and we're up 14 nothing, it's like, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, like, you, you, you get that one drive from the Giants, and they had that awkward punt, and it, like, you, you get the ball. Like, Still don't understand what happened. Well, it was, was like a, a rugby. Was a drop he drop-kicked it. Drop I know, but was yeah. he trying to do No, he didn't do no, it. No, he literally no. just dropped it. He dropped it. The ball it, was wet. He, it fell out of his that's hands. That's what it was. Yeah. So, and we're all sitting there, we're like, good hair, though. How did we get the ball to 35? The best hair. And, and the guy that's sitting next to me, he's sitting there, he's like, all right, come on now. Let's run the football. Let's run the football. I'm like, dude, kill shot. <laughs> kill shot. First play, A.J. Right. Brown, yes, wide open. It's, it's like, dude, it's like it's 21 nothing. It's like, okay, cool. Like, Can we go to the buses now? <laughs> the, the fun part about my run sheet for this, uh, we're just talking right after uh, talking about drive number two. Like seeing Jalen getting Grant Calcaterra and Jack Stoll into the mix, but even more so. Watching more so, Jack Stoll out in front leading so many blocks for big yardage plays and first downs for this team. He had at least three that I can recall. One in front of Jalen, one in front of Miles, and um, uh, maybe I can't recall. But uh, you're you're talking about play into these guys' strengths, uh, but still using them as weapons. Jack Stoll with that stiff arm. In the third quarter, like don't touch me. You're talking about blocking. I mean, it just it just talks. It speaks to how complete this team is. Miles Sanders had a big day running the ball, uh, rushing the ball, went over a thousand yards for the first time in his career. But he had a big day blocking, picking up the blitz. There was a play where he actually was lead blocking for Jalen. Did you see the Did you see the audio of that? <laughs> he was mic'd up on that. Yeah, he yeah. was he was running and he was making the noise of uh, Bobby Boucher. He was like. <laughs> He, he said I that. Did, but Adam's, Adam Sandler actually uh, <laughs> you yeah, you He said, love you, buddy. But it's a testament <laughs> to, to how these players on the Eagles team are complete. They're not. He's not just a running back. He does everything that a running back is required to do, which is not just run the ball, but blitz pickups and lead blocking down the middle of the field. Uh, when we come back, we continue to talk about this game. Uh, before that, though, Echelon Health and Fitness, located in Voorhees, New Jersey, voted best gym in South Jersey now six years in a row. Membership starting at eight ninety nine per month. Family and locally owned indoor track, newest cardio and strength training equipment, three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool, and dry sauna, even a kids club. Over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions. MBSC Thrive personal training considered the best group training in the country and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at Echelon Health and Fitness. Member perks. Echelon members save at over 800 local businesses simply by being an active member. Coming to Audubon, New Jersey in early 2023, call 856-454-2976. That's 856-454-2976 for a free 30-day all-access pass or go to Echelon HF. Dot com. That's echelonhf. 
healthfitness.com. Lauren, you have anything to add before we go to break? <laughs> no. Perfect. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio Player Show here at Live Casino and on Fox Sports The Gambler 102.5. Thank you, Take a bow. We'll be back right after this. I, I like Hollow Notes. But not this song. But not this song. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Mike. Everybody, yeah, Mike, Davis. Holidays, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Happy holidays, Mike. What's wrong with Man Eater? No. This oh, is my theme song. There it no. is. There what? It is. You know, Reed falls within the demographic of you're Sam. A, you're not a man eater. You're a home wrecker. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio Players Show here at Live Casino in South Philadelphia on 102.5 FM Fox Sports. The Gambler. Uh, everybody, $5 Bud Lights all night. $5 Bud Lights. Big Sam running around. Lauren and Sam talking amongst themselves. Without having a headset on, realizing how much they are being invasive. Side chatter. You're fine. Jesus. Side chatter. Next topic from the game. Jalen's accuracy. My God. I, You know what? We have been talking about this all year, and it seems as though this kid is using every next game... As a platform to look even better. And that is a scary, scary concept, especially for somebody who was three years in the league. There was there was one play in particular. It wasn't a flashy play, but it was an out route to, to Devontae Smith. Smith for yes. a first, yeah, for a first yeah. the same play. Yep, I got that he, on my notes. Yeah, yep. he unbelievable. Not an inch of you know. Error there. Yeah. There's he, he no had space. To catch it. He made him catch it. There was a particular spot he had to put it and place it, and he, he did it. It was immaculate. It was coming into him as he was turning for the ball. Yep. It was right on his That's body. Where we That's were how at, it's supposed where to be. Where yes. we were, uh, our view. It was on the far side of the, of the field. Far side watching him. Yes. Jalen threw that ball at least a second before Devontae even turned. Yeah, before he cut. Well, you're not supposed to. If, it, if, it's, if it's right, it's a timing play. So the ball should of course. be halfway to Devontae before he even sees it. And it was. He should not see the ball come out of Jalen's hand. And and in all fairness, let's also give props to what we now know through Reed uh, is Smitty. All right. Smitty. Smitty. Devontae Smitty in the locker room. Six dollars no change to me. Six dollars no change. Six dollars no change. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring it up. Don't bring up the Irish food. Oh. (laughs) Irish so, uh, I, I mean, that is an exceptional pass play by the quarterback, an exceptional route run by the receiver, and an exceptional hand-eye coordination by number six. But but when you think about it, you know, everybody uh, seems to try to create some kind of argument uh, whether who's in the front running for the MVP of the don't league care. right now. We don't care, but... Don't Think care. about the season. Jalen Hurts has not played a bad game this season. Even the game they lost, he didn't play a bad game. That interception, we had a bunch of turnovers, weird turnovers. Weird but the interception turnovers. was a drop ball. It should have been caught. He has not played a bad game. It's, it's as if people are, have a hard time believing that this team is a good team. What we're seeing is for real. They are who their record says they are. They're the best team in the league. I am going to say it right now. I was wrong. I had doubts. I am overwhelmingly impressed. 
by him specifically this year? I, 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 well, we all went in. Well, uh, hold on a second. You didn't. You no, didn't. I didn't. No, no, no. I no. didn't. I, well, no. Hold on I a second. I know where he's going with this. I was cautious, but I, I said, and I believe everybody on the show agreed, Jalen Hurts earned another year as the starting quarterback of this football team. And I guarantee, guarantee that Howie Roseman does not wait this offseason, regardless of the outcome of the playoffs, to sign him to a long-term deal. Because if he does and gets him out of year four of the rookie contract and option on the fifth year, well, he's only going to play piss off and gets him paid well. I don't think he plays at all. Huh? I don't think he plays at all if he doesn't have a new deal next year. I well, I, you know what? Look, look what. But I, but I, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think it's ever going to get to that. I think this is already. Right. I agree. The plan of attack. I agree. And, I'm, I'm and just looking but, at. But remember this. All right, somebody who doesn't play doesn't, doesn't, doesn't advertise. All right. Right now, this guy is the hottest commodity in football. Right. Period. Yep. Ro- reason why I say that though is because you saw what happened to Kyler Murray. Yesterday, Russell Wilson got his contract. But the guy who can't reach the Crispix. <laughs> I'm just saying these guys don't want to touch the field, and they're going to get paid one way or the other. They're going to get paid. He's well, going to get his contract. Look at Lamar Jackson too. Yeah, yeah you know, the last two December's he's faded. Yep. What What I enjoy about what the maturation process of Jalen Hurts is allowing his wide receivers to make the play. And if you notice, and we saw that 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 play that we're talking about with Smitty on that out route, Smitty, where it was put right. On him, if you notice, Jalen has that tendency of picking up, and this has every advantage, Herb, you can attest to this, of watching tape. You understand the tendencies of a defensive back. On that play where Smitty had that out route was Smitty was when was when that when that corner turned his back. He knew at that point that he couldn't turn back and jump the route. He put it right where it needed to be because he saw where the DB his was going. Was, his his back, back was turned. If you look at any play he made in that game, <laughs> the back was turned on the DB, and he took advantage of that situation. It was phenomenal. I want to. I'm going to move on because I, I didn't want to spend this much time, especially on his contract or what's going on. Hurts, amazing. Yeah. All right. Every bit of this success of this team right now is based on him. And the defense, so I guess it's kind defense of defense is number one. Number it's one, the number one defense in the league. Battle <laughs> of my favorite school, Penn State running backs. Oh, hey, we have to worry about Saquon Barkley. Well, let's talk about what he did. <laughs> what he didn't do. Nine carries for twenty-five yards, three point one average. Miles Sanders, seven carries. 144 yards, average of 8.5 yards per carry. That's ridiculous. Two touchdowns. Yeah. You know what, Quimby, take Saquon's numbers. Let's add Henry to that because then you have still a total of 68 yards. <laughs> and you're still not sniffing Miles Je- uh, uh, Miles Jock. I mean, it's a, it's a difference. It's, it's a difference of two games, right? I mean, what the, what the Eagles could afford to do, they could afford to turn it over to the running game and allow Miles to pad the stats. And then, well, hold you, on a second. You're up twenty-one nothing. You're not going to run the football with Saquon. Er, I want to throw this question to you because what we saw as the weather started to deteriorate in the second half, Eagles come out of uh, of the locker room and they are committed to running the ball. In our you you weren't here for a little bit 
and, and we know that we've talked about it. You know, now you're pot committed to Philadelphia, but in the in the in the era of the colossal slob, which is uh, uh, affectionately now uh, called Andy Reid. All right, if if the situation called for running the ball, this asshat would throw it. If the situation called for throwing the ball, this pass hole would run it. Run it. <laughs> Capital is that P. Your, is that your opinion, or is that? Flat? No. Am I wrong about this statement in any way, shape, or form? I enjoyed. No, 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 I, I, enjoyed, enjoyed what, I enjoyed the Andy Reid era. Oh God, you're <laughs> out of your mind. It lasted too long. Yeah. It did. It was two years too long. But right now, I believe, and and this is where I want your 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 opinion and take as much time as you want when. A situation calls for running the ball, and you know the run is coming, and you are still effective regardless of whether the defense knows. And in that same sentence, when it comes to throwing the ball, and you're still effective, and the defense knows it. 0-3 against Carolina. My God, that has to feel good from an offensive standpoint. It has to deflate the defense. It, it def- I mean, you're, you're dominating. You're taking over. It's your game. You know it. You can do whatever you want to do. Um, obviously, I think the uh, Eagles came out and started running the ball in the second half because they did not have to throw it. They they had a lead. Nah, the, the weather was snotty. It was getting well, a lot the, wetter. But but if they were behind, then they would have had to throw it. So it, regardless of the weather, we don't necessarily, unless it's a torrential downpour, unless the winds are gusting 50 miles an hour, we don't we're not necessarily affected by uh, by the winds and the rain. I mean, you can't throw the ball downfield. Uh, 25, 30 yards when there's a lot of rain, when there's a lot of wind, but you can surely short pass yourself down the field. So, uh, they made the decision to come out and run the ball in the second half because they didn't have to throw it and they had control of the game. But when you know a team has to run the ball and they, they're still able to run the ball and defensively you can't stop them or you know they have to throw the ball and you're in a defense to stop the pass and you can't stop the pass, that is extremely deflating for a team. And it just takes it to a whole nother level for the team that is being successful. How inflating is it for you? Oh, you walk around with your with your chest poked out. I got you, and you better get some help, get somebody some help out here. Are you talking when, smack the oh, whole time? Yeah. There were times, are you are you getting in everybody's head? There were times when I knew a defensive back. They would put a defensive back on me to follow me around the field, and I'm just eating him up. I'd go down their sidelines. You guys better get him some help because I'm killing this cat. You need to get him some help. Double team me or something because this is not working. So yeah, it, it it allows you to walk with a little more swag, little, little peacocking, yeah, a little peacocking going on. I I, I look at it. I think the Giants, Giants. I think the Giants defense just quit. I mean, you're down before you know it. You're down twenty-one to nothing, and and you know at that point, like when they were announcing the starters, outside of Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm sitting there going, who? 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 Oh, they have Dexter Lawrence. I, I mean, yeah, 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 the boo was replaced by who? who? I, seriously, I mean, like Leonard Williams wasn't there. Their 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 uh, their star safety wasn't playing that day. Like, I think they just sat there and like, it's not like the Eagles' offensive line wasn't going to dominate them anyway in the second half. They were gonna they were gonna handle themselves and impose regardless. their will regardless. It didn't matter who was out there. It could have been Lawrence Taylor out there. It might have been a different story. But I, well, LT was out there. Whoa, 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 whoa. But I will say this though. Miles Sanders, though, has become the first running back, Eagles running back since Shady in 2014 to go for over 1,000 yards rushing and 10 rushing touchdowns. Miles Sanders had no well, 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 rushing hold on touchdowns a Remember, last Shady year. never even got the double-digit touchdowns. All right, the last running back for the Eagles in uh, general, it, Westbrook, was not total. Total. 
total touch, running, no, rushing touchdown, nine. But just a thousand yards rushing was shady in fourteen. 14. And then AJ Brown's the first one thousand uh, uh, receiving yards since twenty fourteen. Real, Jeremy real, Mack. Real, real quick on Matt, and and I want to speak to a receiver on this one. <laughs> All right, because that must be me. Who? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was talking about <laughs> Lauren. Oh gosh. Just Jeez. kidding. So. <laughs> Lauren, you, you don't, don't have, have to take, take that. You don't have to take that. You don't have to take that. I wouldn't take that if I were you. So, uh, we have a slot receiver, number 16, in Quez Watkins. Uh-huh. Who right now. He's from the same hometown as uh, Reed is from. Is he? Yeah. We All right. To Athens? That. Really? Athens, yeah. Alabama? Mm-hmm. But here we go. Here's an interesting uh, observation. I believe in the beginning of the season, you saw some drops last year. You saw a lot of drops. You see drops still. But no, I, I, I'm not seeing them as consistently from Quez right now. Quez, I think, is starting to come into his own as uh, he's still a guy who can break it. Still, you know, the fastest guy on the team, arguably. But now he's taking advantage of every opportunity he gets to catch the ball. And in your uh, in, in in your experience, a guy who's the third receiver on the team, at, at this point, when you're behind Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, you're going to jump on these opportunities. Are you going to get that mindset? Well, first of all, the pressure's not on Quez to make plays. He's not the starters. Uh, he's not the focal point. He's just the icing on the cake. When he comes in, uh, there's no pressure on him. It's easy for him right now. And, uh, you know, he was here last year when things weren't quite as fun as they are this year. And there was more pressure on him, and there was a lot of talk about how or the lack of play from the wide receivers, uh, with the exception of Devontae Smith. But with Devontae Smith in front of him and A.J. Brown in front of him, uh, they're taking all the pressure off of him. So he's seeing probably the third or the fourth best corner on the opposing team's defense. So that makes it easy for him when he's played in a position last year where he was actually a starter at times. So... Um, it's easy for him. No pressure on him. He's having fun right now. Not to mention when Dallas comes back, too. You probably have yeah. another safety well, on, on him, exactly. and then that even opens up Quez over top. Quez is having fun. He's having a great year. He's loose. He's no. There's no tension. He's able to use his athletic ability without thinking about it. He, he, there's no worries with Quez right now. And I'm about to get called out. Sack, go. No, real quick. No, he had he had five and Shady had five in 2014. He had nine in 2013 when he won the rushing title. But he had 17, 17. in 2011. 17, 17 touch- rushing 17. touch rushing that's touchdowns. That's crazy. Like that's <laughs> wow. Crazy. Awesome. But they don't call him Shady for nothing. But you right. know, sometimes those those touchdowns are you know five yards, two yards. They get, They're touchdowns. I know the touchdowns, but. They're all not, all not, Chris Carter does is catch touchdowns. <laughs> um, Nick, okay, Nick Sirianni. Huevos grande, mi amigo. All right. I get going for... Uh, Pedro, going, our bus driver from the other day still here? Yeah, Pedro. Uh, I'm still working on my mi Espanol. Lo siento. It's not bad. Cabron. Uh, Thank you. So... Fourth and I, I get fourth and three, fourth and two, fourth and four in that 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 zone, that forty yard line. You know, no man's it's, land. It's snotty out. We don't want Jake to have to fourth attempt and, a fifty-seven yarder. Fourth and seven, put him out there in misery. Fourth Just and put seven. Him out that misery. is, but but it's not that. Ready, ready. The play. There was no way there was any other play call other than number six. 
on that? No, I think the defense actually dictated where the ball was going to go. What, because he I, was I singled I, up? No, he, and there was well, somebody the, down at the end? Well, the two receivers on the right side, uh, Devontae was in the slot, and I, I think A.J. was outside of him. A.J. actually ran he cut in. It was like a, a little bit of a slant route. Right. So originally, it may have been, I don't know. For sure, but, but you still, been, you still he had, had an you, option. He had an option for either one of those. Still had a safety picking up the slack in, in, in of course. thirty yards down the well, field. Well, he, he jacked it up. The safety, the safety messed that up. But that he, play sh- never should have taken place. Hey, agreed. Now that, that, let me, that let ball me, shouldn't have been completed down the field. So like that. let's talk about that real quick because we only have about a minute before we need to, to take our, our our final break before our last segment. Do you like that play call? We all love. A busted play when it, when it favors us. But do you like that play call? Because if not, all right, Giants getting the ball on the 43. All right, let's talk about this. Well, well remember, one of one of the more secure routes and passes in, in football is the slant route. It's, it's, it's an easier throw than the out route. It's right there in front of the quarterback. You get normally eight, nine so yards. So instead of getting the first down, they would have gotten the first down because Jalen decides to go for a play. Well, again, it's the defense dictated where Jalen. He saw the opening and threw the ball. I don't think it was his first option. I, I, I don't think it, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't exactly. his first option. AJ was, slant, I don't, was I don't think the, it was a good throw. The only reason it worked, I mean, it was a great throw. No, it wasn't a good throw. The but ball it wasn't a good decision. It was a great decision to turn it to a touchdown. Because it worked. Yes, but if. Any nine times out of ten, that safety number twenty four comes in and breaks that play. Yeah. It reminded me what? of Mo Williams on uh, Stephon Diggs in the in the Minneapolis Miracle in the playoffs in twenty seventeen. It reminded me of that play, what the safety did and didn't do on that play. But I, I get what you're saying. I think the fact the Eagles didn't respect the Giants' offense at all. At all. It didn't matter if they were going to give them the ball there. There was no. There was. There was at no point did Sirianni think any differently. Uh, can we come back, Irv and, yeah. and Sam? Let's yeah. bring that back up all as right. soon as you come for a break. We're not going to do a live read right now. We're going to go right to it because we don't have a lot of time here at Live Casino, the Green Legion Radio Player Show. On Fox Sports, the Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, Philadelphia. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Story time with Quimby. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio Player Show here at Center Bar at Live Casino South Philadelphia. Voted best casino in Pennsylvania. Everybody, we are here every week from 8 to 10. We will let you know tomorrow who next week's guest is. We are live on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. I want to get into just a few more elements of Sunday's game. My favorite part, without question, the Giants finally scored a touchdown uh, with uh, 2 minutes 47 seconds left in the second quarter. And what do they do? They kick off to Boston Scott. Burm, 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 burm. <laughs> in the best language in my fraternity, some people never learn. <laughs> 66-yard return. Oh, and I felt Boston's pain when he got up after the tackle and he's hitting himself in the helmet going, Oh, my God, I can't believe he caught me. Because he only had one person to beat. Just a little bit faster. A little bit faster. Just a little bit faster. Uh, he made up for it. 
again, uh, let's talk about a player that just dominates a certain team. <laughs> Fifteen career touchdowns for Boston Scott. Nine. Nine against the New Nine York football years. Giants. It's insane what this guy loves to do to that fan base. People ask me about it, like when you went it's up. It's not there. the team. It's what he does to the fan base. Yeah, exactly. Because they they are mystified by it. Like they're like, oh well, how was it up there, dude? Those fans didn't say a word to us until we walked out of the stadium. With like, we had a guy in front of us that you know that was saying like weird stuff. It was like his first football game. He yeah. was dancing. I'm like, dude, you're down thirty. Keep like, walking, pal. It's just it's incredible what Boston Scott does to that franchise, to that fan base, because they are mystified by it. They have no idea every single time how he does it. And and I would actually, I would bet that Boston Scott does not purposefully try to kill the Giants. It's just something that happens. It's not like he puts extra focus in the week before they play the Giants, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. It just so it the chips fall that way. When he's playing the Giants, it can't be that way. It can't be that because easy. every year it's, it's not the same guys all the time. It's just something that happens. Do you think the team calls his number more no. now that he has a history against the team? Because I think his, his number only got called number. because that, of the that, score. That could be that could be the case, but I think that Boston only only had six rushing attempts for thirty three yards, five and a half yards of carry. Right. I mean, obviously got in the was, end zone, and I'm so happy they made sure. He got his. Well, at the end, of that's the game. what I was going to allude to, and I'm kicking myself that he was a plus six fifty <laughs> yeah. anytime touchdown score, and I didn't hop on it. But but you free know, money right there. If if they weren't beating the Giants, which we all knew they would, they weren't winning at the level they were winning, then Boston would not have gotten those carries, so he wouldn't have got that touchdown. So I think it's just something. Having played for 17 years, it's something. They're they're teams that I always played well against. Not that I went out intentionally preparing that week. I'm going to do this against them. It just kind of happens. Play action. Play action sets up the touchdown pass. passes. Yes. All right. What we saw this week was the Jalen Hurts quarterback sneak on fourth and one with a couple players oh, behind him, awesome. ready to push. Yes. And then he flips the miles. Yes. yes. And nice, nice who's out in front of that block? Mm-hmm. Jack Stoll. No, oh. it, it's it's one of those things, man. It, it they say it every single week. Nick Nick in his press conferences, we we like to throw wrinkles into things. It, it might not be it might not be something major, but it's something subtle and makes the defense think. Now the defense knows that is there. That's an option. And yeah. every single team that has to play the Eagles moving forward the rest of the regular season and into the playoffs knows that's an option. And and you can't stop it. How do you stop? How it? do you stop? And, Thank and, you. And what's happening is uh, Steichen, Shane Steichen, Sirianni, they're, they're changing this offense up. Defenses have had gotten to the point where they were getting pretty uh, pretty clever at stopping the RPO, particularly when Jalen was pulling the ball out and dumping the ball off to the tight end. They had gotten clever and designed defenses to stop that. So we stopped running that for a while. We haven't run that play for a while. We're running RPOs, but we're doing it in a different way. Mind you, when we get to the playoffs, you're going to see that play again. It's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, side that, I do have a concern. And then rest of the time is everybody else's. Uh, 
we're up by 20 with six minutes to go. And I know Miles got another touchdown there, and it was a great run. 40-yard scamper. 40-yard. All right. I, I do want to ask this question, and, and, and am I am I micromanaging? Am I being too Whoa. much of a stickler? I what, want to know. Wait, what? I want to know why Miles was still in the game. I, 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 what, I, what quarter was it in? How much fourth time? quarter, six minutes left. You're up by twenty. You're up by you're up by three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. And Miles Sanders is still in the game. Were some of the other starters out? I don't, I don't know, I don't I, but it doesn't no. matter. Your featured so. back is Miles Sanders. If Miles Sanders goes down, this offense, I don't want to say becomes uh, 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 one-dimensional, but it does not help the cause. And I'm wondering, and again, on wet, garbage-ass New York Giants, Meadowlands, Swamp, Turf, why he's still in the game. Well, as a player, you don't think about that. As I'm not player, talking about as a player. I'm I talking know, about as a coach. I know you're talking about the coaches, but as a player, you don't think about that. You just, you, When you're in, you're playing, you play hard, and you go for it uh, every snap that you're, you're on the field. Um, that's just a coaching decision. I mean, they've done a great job thus far this year coaching at a high level. Was Kenny Gainwell available for this game? Yeah. Yes. All right. This guy has shown flashes of brilliance over the last few weeks. I don't don't know. You know, maybe maybe if you're only up 14, if you're only up two touchdowns, I might not yank Miles, but you're up three touchdowns with six minutes to go. I'm putting Gainwell in. I'm putting Boston in. Maybe that's why you're not the coach. Do you think it's a (laughs) momentum thing? No, I don't think it's a momentum thing. I think the, uh, everybody on the field who was watching in the stadium, everybody knew the game was over at that point. Um, I don't know if there was a conversation on the field and Miles said, Coach, don't take me out yet. Things it's like, not his choice. Well, they're always well, there, say there's, that. there's things that there's, those conversations take place on the sidelines. So, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know why he was in. It could have been a conversation, like I said, between he and the coach. Coach, let me go one more one more series. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the Eagles have done a great job. Their coaching staff have done a great job of monitoring how much carries and usage Miles has had through this point in the season. I think now they start to realize, like, these next few weeks, they need to get him more into that 15 to 20 carry role, which is where we're going to need him as we get into these next few weeks before hopefully you wrap up that bye by beating Dallas in Dallas on Christmas Eve. Because after that, you're barely going to see him. So you might as well just get him nice and strong. I understand what your concerns are with the turf because it's notorious. You saw what, remember the Niners game there last year? They, they got bludgeoned by injuries. That turf is a complete and absolute joke. It's the worst conditioned field in the NFL. They need to do something about that. But I don't have a problem with it. 40 yard touchdown didn't cost me a fancy football and damn show didn't catch it. And it cost me, me uh, gambling, so, yeah. you know? So, and right now, <laughs> just, just putting that out there, you know? Yeah. We have to go to our intern on the spot. All right. Hold on. She's got, she's got a pearl of wisdom. Something. Everybody, Lauren Powell, Westchester University, uh, at, uh, our intern and on the microphone right now. Lauren, what do you have for us? Speaking well, to the mic, Lauren. Speaking to the mic. We're going to talk about how um, instead of Sam choking out Tom Brady, it was the Panthers choking out the Bucks on Sunday when they lost to a third-string quarterback. And You mean the Niners? No. 
They, play, they played the Niners. What? Hold on a second. It's okay. Not the Panthers. Let her go. She said they you played. You guys are scaring me. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, they played the Panthers. No, the, they? No, Panthers, they played the Panthers San beat the Seahawks. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they, they, well, they destroyed my 16 parlay. <laughs> but they but did beat a third string quarterback. A <laughs> I'm just. Guys, I thought I was doing so well. Ah. <laughs> Where you had the wrong team, but okay, a good job. Okay. That's all right, Pat. But if they lose again, they won't get in the playoffs. I don't know about that. No, that division is trash juice. Yeah, it's six and seven, and they're all still alive. You know what's scary though? I think if Tampa Bay loses and Carolina wins again, Carolina tied tied for first place in the in the division. Sam Darnold. Do you remember when uh, uh, first place in that division a few years ago came down to six, nine, and one? Well, it's kind of like the NFC East. Tampa Bay six and seven. Carolina's five and eight. Atlanta's five and eight. Yeah, and the Saints are four nine. I don't know what the. the tiebreakers Lawrence are double checking. The fact that Carolina still can win the division is, is disgusting. <laughs> All right, we're not going to have that because I need Tampa. I need Tampa for next year. Making up, making up, everybody. <laughs> Business. So uh, it will be myself alone. Uh, All with, alone. No, with with Captain. Yeah, I was about to say Captain. Be there. Myself. With Captain, sorry. Don't uh, on Sunday, and this is the third time Captain and I have. Held up the ship. Captain Dempsey and Captain Morgan. I know, you know, I'm a Jameson guy. I know. Mm. I know. Captain but, uh, Jameson. But then I sponsor, Hold on a so second. I can't say that yet. Lauren, good job. <laughs> I'm literally texting my friend Ricky, who told me to tell me that, <gasps> and telling him that by he's the, By the way, tell you to FaceTime Ricky. He's a real <laughs> Richard. Ready? <laughs> Ricky is not he your is friend a real anymore. Richard for that. <laughs> he threw you under the bus. He tell, really, he gave me a whole script. Hold on. Tell, tell Ricky... He's fired. Yeah. Ricky is fired. That bitch isn't getting the ESPN on my watch. <laughs> Everybody, uh, <laughs> predictions for Chicago, real quick. We got to get out of here. We only have uh, God less than a minute. Oh man, Chicago I, sucks. Eagles by by twelve. I don't have the numbers on it yet. I'll go uh, twenty four sixteen. Birds thirty eight thirteen. Birds. I'm not going to pick numbers. I'm just going to say low and birds. Low scores, both sides. Lauren's still trying to figure out what's going on with Rick. <laughs> Sam, um, I'm with you on that one. She's texting going out of her mind over I, here. I, I, I said this. I said, got to win the Giants game. Got to win Chicago. Dallas means nothing. Beat New Orleans at home on the first. You're 14-3. and three. You have you a really first round by. I, I, I'm just saying, look, I, I, I get it. It's Dallas. It's six days rest. It's in Dallas. It's a revenge game. By the way, nine-point spread, 48-and-a-half over-under. What the hell? The Eagles. That is insane. That is a weird The Eagles uh, are the numbers. only undefeated team on the road in the league. Yep. By the way, the Green Legion has been at every one of them. Excellent. Only undefeated team on the road. That's why they're nine-point favorites. If Green Legion was not going... They might be underdogs. Well, then that's so. Dallas. So Q's <laughs> right Dallas again. won't be there. Uh, my prediction is the Eagles win by at least a point. And I'm going with that. Wow. And that's Bold all Because this guy predicted 2017 birds over the Giants this past time. No, tw- I, I didn't like it. Does, yeah, anybody, does anybody like Giants games? Regardless of the talent level, I don't like they're Chicago always games. close, especially in the middle. I didn't trust it at Not all. Not anymore. 
Massacre at the Meadowlands. Once again, right. coined by our own Super Sam. I didn't Sam. even think you saw that. Super Samantha Ross. Whoa. You get, you get the real name on that one. <laughs> Everybody, Green Legion Radio Players Show, on behalf of myself, the Reverend, the Doctor, Mr. Irving Fryer, Lauren Powell, our intern, Super Sam Brady, Chris Sackmaster, Sack Attack Reggie, Ooh, ha, ha. and our producer Slash, and of course, John Jansen back in studio. My name's Quimby. This has been our 14th week here. Uh, we, well, we missed one, one for the World Series. For the World Series. But uh, uh, Live Casino, you guys have been great. We appreciate everybody. Happy holidays to everybody. I'm, this is my last show until after the holidays. And my <laughs> gift to you guys, my gift to all of you is Diaz next Tuesday. <laughs> God bless you all. Go Have to, a happy and healthy <laughs> New Year. Go go to hell, Zach. No, you get me before New Year's on the 27th. Everybody, Fox Sports Radio, 102.5 FM, The Gambler. My name's Quimby. For the rest of the crew, signing off until Sunday.